You're listening to Stories from the Front. Everyone here has got a story to tell. I am an American soldier, baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul, trying to do good. Alright everyone, welcome back to Stories from the Front. Yeah, hi. Episode 3. Hi. And this is episode 3, Flashbang. Um, welcome back. Thanks for listening, thanks for checking it out. Good to be here. Got a really good story for you today. I'm pretty pumped about this one. Are you positive it's a good story? I know it's a good story. Oh. I was there for this one. Oh. I don't know the whole story, which is why our guest is here today. Uh, before we get there... First of all, let's uh, get into a couple things. So, <laughs> there were some comments about <laughs> the language of this podcast. What was that? That was from your grandma. That was from my grandmother. Yeah. So I apologize, Grandma. I apologize. Okay. Wait, wait. So, grandma? <laughs> yes. I'm just letting one. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm He's addressing, not saying it to I'm you. I'm addressing her right now. Okay. Uh, grandma, I love you. Uh, this is Kyle, by the way. <laughs> And I'm so sorry I'm about sorry. all the cursing that I'm about to do. I did not know you listened to this podcast. I would recommend she you listen to it. Yeah, she listened to it last week. I'm turning it off right about now. She, yeah. She listened to it I, last I'm gonna, week. I'm going to get one of the soundboards. It's just like, wah, 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 wah. She listened to it last week, and she told me about it when I went over there the other day. And she's like, I listened to it. And if you would just stop dropping the F-bomb, it, it would be okay. I was like, oh, all right. Oh, I apologize. But, uh... It's a veteran podcast. It we have. Well, like if you don't drop the f bomb, I don't feel like. Look, it's, you uh, gotta gotta understand. The army has some of the worst potty mouths in the across the branches, and I don't even know what the fuck mom is. Uh. <laughs> then again, my dad doesn't like it when I say fuck excessively. So, so yeah, if you have small children that get on the internet and listen to podcasts. This might not be the one for you. You may want to switch it off to something else. Uh, fair warning right now. Please turn off now. All right. So my guest today, of course, I have the lovely Brittany with me. And Hola, como estas? Here to talk about some craziness is my guest today, Kyle. Welcome to Squirrelmaster. Master. <laughs> Help us all. So, Kyle, of course, served in the Army, Army veteran. What is it, 14 years now? 15? Yeah, 14 now. That was, <coughs> so, you joined in... Down tree. That was October, correct? That is correct. So, if you listened to episode one, you kind of heard me talk about him and myself, because we both came in around the same time. I was, what, three months, or three or four months after you. Yeah. But we both came in as construction engineers. Uh-huh. Don't do that. This was before you came out of the closet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was never Wait, in the closet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what am I then? Uh, cover. Uh, that is rude. That is not right at all. That I'm just playing. That's completely false for now. Uh, Let me talk to your mother. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I hope Lobel listens to this and Wyatt. So, we both came in as construction engineers in 2000. You came in in 2003, I was 2004. <laughs> so, I, I think I know, but for everyone else, why did you come in as a construction engineer first? Because uh, my recruiter told me that it was one of the highest bonuses. So, that's all I really cared about was money at the time. I was 17 years old. Mula, mula. I had to it. And I didn't really know too much about the military. I didn't know anything. Honestly, I had no fucking idea what I was getting into whenever I joined. They were like, oh, yeah, I just got $6,000. I was like, fuck, I want $6,000. So I joined. I don't you fucking... Yeah. Uh, he told me that there were three MRSs that had that much money. Fueler, Carpenter, and Heavy Carbon Operator. I said I'd rather fueler. I know somebody who was a fueler. And I said I'd rather shoot myself in the, uh, you feel me. In the arm than uh, to do that. <laughs> Low bell. 
uh, and I shared how they want to do a carpenter, so they put me up right I was like, oh yeah, I can use that in the civilian world, which I've uh, been in 14 and a half years, and I've used it zero times. Okay, in our defense, we were only construction engineers for about two years because we switched shortly after that to combat engineers. Okay, so you, you guys deployed No, this rocks, is before though? we deployed. No. Oh, this, damn. No, actually that is almost true because we did. So getting I to... I was like, I feel like on podcast when you talked about moving around. I have so. never fuck with, I mean, mess with any of that. <laughs> Lobel did. Sorry, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Lobel was the one that was always on the equipment pushing dirt. So, you know... Oh, no, I did drive a dump truck a couple times. That's what I'm saying. But don't think about... That makes sense. So after we got back from basic AIT, we got to our first unit, which was a construction unit in Gonzales, Louisiana. We were there for about two years, and then, you know, of course, we went to Katrina. Was, what, 2005, 2006? Yeah, I got some stories for that later in the new future podcast. We'll go on past that, but, yeah, we, but we, did, we did operate equipment in New Orleans. In some. I operated equipment in New Orleans and... Uh, Maybe, because were you on a front-end loader? Because I know... <laughs> on a dozer. We were pushing houses and uh, cars out of right. the board. I, cause I kind of remember that during you know our six eight months down there that we were yeah. on fucking equipment because we were clearing the streets, and then whenever that mission was done, we were pulling patrols in the lower ninth ward, which was f- retarded. That's right. Ridiculous. That's right. So uh, I think I think it was like what 2007 that we were like yeah I'm over this and we moved to. Uh, I don't know what it was. I just know that I was at Druid and they were like, uh, hey, we're making a sapper unit in Baton Rouge. And I said, what's that? And they said, uh, common engineer. And I was like, what's what that? And they're like, explosives. Please speak into the microphone clearly. Can you speak into the microphone, please? Uh, Not that kind of. Anyways. So, yeah. So, we. So, I said yes. So, yeah. now I'll blow shit up. So we both moved over, well, three of us, Lobel included, to the combat engineer, and that was about 2007, I think. Who is it this time? Oh, bless it. <laughs> Who gave you access to this? I don't know, man. I just do. They should not have given you access they should to not. that. They, they should do not. what we want. I do oh, all God. that. This is my podcast. God damn it. <laughs> I hate our life. So... So we moved to come engineer. You know, we were. I can't. I don't think we were there a year, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, you're about to get deployed." This was 2007. Yeah, because yeah, because we got deployed 2008. It was early 2007 now, because we only had like 20. I think we had 28 people when we got put on alert. So I think we were three of the first 10 to get into the unit, and then of course, you know, like you said, we only had what 30 people. Around middle of 2007, I think there was eight people in the unit when we joined. So yeah, including us, including us. And then 2000, mid 2007, we get our alert, we get our warning to go overseas to Afghanistan. And at, the, at the time, I don't, I don't think they gave us like a clear picture of what the mission was, where no, we were going. Mounts said that uh, there was no way we were deploying. He said we have 20 something people. We're not deploying, so just. Don't worry about it. And then the next drill, we had like 60-something. And then the next drill, we had like 90-something. And then he was like, okay, well, we might, we might be deployed. <laughs> so in a matter of like three butts, we pulled in 100 people. Yeah, we were above 90%. In three point. months. In three months. That is fucking retarded. From 10 to 100. That's all volunteer bases to deploy. Yeah, that's what made it good. I, I agree with you on that. You know, then... That was a good unit at the time. It was a 9-2-7. really good unit. Enjoyed it very much. I'm glad I got away from fucking construction because I hated it with a passion. But here we go again. So what did you do at work today? Yeah, that was... Shut up. <laughs> That's another story. 2008 rolls around. And we leave to go to Fort McCoy. <laughs> which is the most miserable place on earth, by the way. Where is that at again? Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. That was oh. April of 2008. Is that when we left to go to Mope Station? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Money over bitches. It's been... Wait, we're in 2018 now. I don't know. So it's been 10 years. That's a long time ago, but... Because you're both old. I, I know it was at the beginning. 
It's um, like March, April, May. Somewhere. So we spent two months for McCoy in the most miserable place on earth, training, <laughs> doing our training up. More stories there. It's a lot of good stories there. Especially the last day we were there. Are you trying to say we're going to have Kyle on the podcast more than once? Oh, absolutely. Wait, it was... Okay. That was the first deployment? Whenever we went on post? Yeah, because Wyatt yes, was, was there. Yes, it was. Wyatt, we're alive. That's probably going to be one of the best stories that we tell, honestly. So that would will definitely be later on. That, that, that should be one of the next That's a good story, by the way. I That's probably going to be probably the best story that I tell. No, this one, I thoroughly like this one. Yeah, but I don't because I was involved in it. Well, I mean in a bad way, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so McCoy, we train up like a deploy- every deployment. You go to mobilization station. Fort McCoy was ours to Wisconsin. It's a bad man, yeah. And we usually it's about yeah forty five days to train up. You do you check some boxes and you get ready to go overseas. So we finish up there. We head over to Afghanistan, and we're getting we get. I think it was the last day we were the day one of the last days we were at McCoy that they were like, okay, you paint this bag this color purple, you paint your bags blue this color. This group's going to J Bad. This group's going to Bagram. Your memory's a lot better than mine. You don't remember that? Shit, no. Because I was certainly remember we were putting all our bags in Unipacks. So, ow, fuck. So, Oliver can remember shit from two years ago that happened. I'm like, so do you remember yesterday when I asked this question? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh my god. I don't know. Like, so, I think because I hated that deployment so much that it really, it's burning to the back of my mind. Here. It's burning to the back of my mind. How are you doing, old buddy? <laughs> oh my lord, baby G-bubs. It's, it's like burning to the back of my head, you know? And, uh, I just... Ain't nothing for you. That's what that is. So we didn't find we found out we didn't find out we were going to Bagram until the end of Moab Station. They separated us. Money over bitches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got two questions? Oh my god. So Afghanistan, boom. Shoot over to Bagram. The other platoon goes to J Bad. So we end up going to fucking Bagram to do dumb shit. Was this the rock moving deployment? Yes. This okay. was the rock moving deployment, which I'm very bitter about. Why do you refer to it as that? We definitely blew shit up. We did. But we but did. But, but further on, it's a deployment. Like, four or five months in, they're like, hey, we need, our demo mission is over. We're not going to uh, go, you know, work with the Mind Dog Detachment anymore. <laughs> So our main mission getting there was to get rid of ordnance and mines that were in Bagram, Afghanistan. I think I watched Locked Up too much because all I thought of was, like, the chain gang. Like, when they're, like, digging, you know? Because, like, they're in prison and they're, like, all attached and they're, like, digging stuff. Like, that's exactly how I imagine you guys. All in, like, white outfits, like... No, no. Chained to each other no. digging. No, we're in. That's what I imagine. We're in I mean, that's from, like, an obviously non-military standpoint. No, we were in uniform. I mean, we're overseas in Afghanistan. Can you let me have a moment? It's funny in my head. Thanks. Oh, my God. So, you know, our main mission was demo, blowing shit up, getting rid of mines, getting rid of ordnance, and we had a mine dog attachment team that had these Malinois. Was it Egyptian? Belgian Malinois? Egyptian Malinois? They're normally Belgian Malinois. I don't fucking know. They were trained mind dogs that we would work with. I think one of them had a wall marine. I think he did. He what? A wall marine. Yeah. A Weimariner? Weimariner. Whatever the fuck it's called. I thought you said he had a Walmart for a no, second. No, he, like, he had a Walmart. He had a Walmart in his he, pocket. He bought, his all, he bought his own Walmart in So when we weren't doing demo... Uh, and when we weren't doing demo? Yes. We weren't doing demo... We were going to the gym and eating... Besides that, but it's, what what did you guys eat over there though? For real, Dairy Queen. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. true. They had a fucking Dairy Queen in Bagram, Afghanistan, and a Subway. Well, the bar. So they had, they had a straight up Dairy Queen. So you just like went in yeah. there and you're like, can I get a dipped cone, please? Uh, yeah, and we would also, when people would have birthdays, buy them cakes. We did make cakes. So yeah, like ice cream cake. Like, Halloween. 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 Halloween.
They literally had a Dairy Queen. Wow. Yeah. I would have never guessed they had a Dairy Queen. They also had a dining facility that was just barbecue. Yes, they had a barbecue shack across the street. Like from Texas barbecue? No, or I'm like... talking like homemade barbecue. So where we were, we had this, we had our own little compound. It's called the Engineer Compound. And right across the street, which was Disney Drive, the main highway in and out of Bagram, was this barbecue shack. And we would go there all the fucking time because that shit was slammed. The gym was across the street, so. It's interesting to know that you guys didn't eat MREs the entire time, though. No, no. Because I just automatically assume we If you go to Bagram, if you go to Bagram, nobody that should ever assume that they should have sympathy for us for not eating food because about 90% of the places overseas have amazing food. Only 10% of the small outposts don't have it. I automatically assume that when you guys deployed, all you ate was no, 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 We no. eat better than you eat at home, I promise you. Most oh. of the, Some of the time, not all the time. Most of the time. If you if we're out on a six day eight day op, no, we're not. Well, obviously you're bringing MREs with you, but yeah. yeah, they're not taking you home so you can eat some fucking barbecue. But yeah, right. If you're I mean, at, I expected that you guys were going to eat MREs the entire time. Mm-mm. No, only when we're I think it's what a lot days. of civilians. Yeah, think. if we're out on stupid on route or something, that's different. If we're at a post that has KBNR, we eating good. So Halliburton had the contract KBR. So those contracts to cook meals. Fix all the bee huts, which is where we slept, or hooches, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> they did all the like construction, electricity. Shut up. <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know. Why is that funny? Bee huts, hooches? No, you're like hooches. The way you said it was funny. Fuck you. You weren't like the hooches. You're like hooches. 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 Is all I thought in my head, and it was. Put that cookie down now. Now. Come on. What are you? Uh, so yeah, 2008, Bagram was a vacation almost. Dusty. It was dusty, but we had it made in the engineer compound. When we were doing demo, we were going to the gym, we were eating fucking barbecue, so... Out of curiosity, how did you get sand out of your nose? Uh, wet wipes. Did he already tell you this, or did you just ask that for the fun of it? No. No, I literally asked that for the fun of it. Okay, well, what I would do is I'd take oh, the water boy. bottle and I'd pour it in my hand, and then I would sniff it. Sure. That's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that was literally just a curious question, not <laughs> a. Well, it would burn very badly, and that'd be the only way to make it feel better. Vaseline would just stick more sand in there. Oh well, yeah, that makes sense. But like, so it's like snorting water would yeah, be the sand. Yeah, I did that at least once a day. You okay. did. Oh yeah, wait. I have to say that not everyone was living the fucking life, because our other platoon was in Jalalabad, and they were living. The fucking nightmare. Part of me feels like you're just like making words up at this point. Why? Why am I making shit up? Jalal, Jalalabad. Yeah, that just sounds like the city. I know, but like it just. Have you ever heard him talk? It's like la 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 la. So that's actually pretty close to what they're saying. La 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 la. Jalalabad. Oh my god. No, seriously, our platoon's in J bed, and they were getting action all the fucking time. So they were not living the dream like we were in Bagram, which is it sucked because you know I wanted to see some of that action, but of course we didn't yeah, get. Some I think of that. everybody kind of volunteered. I'm I volunteered. I volunteered, but we never got sent up there, which pissed me <laughs> off. Which made me. I think that's what really made me bitter about that deployment. That <sighs> didn't make me bitter. I came back really bitter. Oliver, and you're bitter all the time, especially sure. now that. After our second deployment, though, now uh, after see, the second that's deployment, different. now it's like, uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't. Stop. But that was different, though. It's mine. It's mine now. So you know, it got so we did stop doing demo after a while. We were doing like pulling this guard duty for a long time. That's uh, the the rover. No, 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 not just that. You talking about the guard towers? I'm, I'm talking about whenever. So we there was a tower. The tower, if you know what a tower is, you know, big, said, the big fucking watchtower. Tower 9. What's a tower? So, somebody's stationed at the tower, watching the fence line. What I, I'm, I'm trying to get to the point here. You're not, you're not listening. Your hair looks really funny with them headphones on. Thank you. It looks like that. Hello, cutie pie. <laughs> that hey. <is> awesome. <laughs> but, no, we would, we would go out of, we would go out the gate at Tower 9. Remember, we were so there was a they were building a fence. They were building a fence line outside of Tower Nine, and we had to sit out there and just sit there for hours, like eight hours a day. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I, I remember that. Now you remember they were building. No, that, I do remember that. They were building that fucking fence line because they were going to build like a. Yeah, like, that's the area we were clearing, was it not? No, it was. They were they were building that fence for like a containment, like they were going to put a prison there. Remember, it was right outside. Yeah, that's the area that we were clearing. Yeah, maybe that's what the area. When we did area clearance, that's the area we were clearing. Mm. When we went back, did you go back there the second time? When? On our second deployment, did you go Bagram? No, fuck no. I went to back to Bagram when we left. Yeah, we went through Bagram, and I see they actually, the prison is there. Well, fuck, I didn't yeah. see that area. That whole area was big. The second time I went back, like, I don't even, I couldn't even recognize Bagram. It got so fucking big. 2011. It still looked the same to me. It just, uh, that back area where we were clearing is all... So once we finished that, though, whenever we sat out there day in, day out for I don't know how long, and we moved, they tasked us out to, to go with the other platoon and clear rock from the airport, from the airfield. So there were guys in front end loaders and sh- dump trucks. Yeah, that, that sucked. I, that's what I'm saying. So we were right back to square one, driving construction equipment again. Yeah, that sucked. I was fucking livid. I, they put me in a fucking dump truck, and I I tried everything I could to break that motherfucker. Uh, everything. I, I'm pretty sure we all did. I tried to break the clutch in it. I, I did break the wheel. Like, I spun a hub or something. It was leaking oil out of it. It was great. That makes sense. I was fucking mad. I did not want to operate equipment again. If I'd have known what I knew now, I would have just cut a bunch of the lines in the truck. Yeah. See? I, I did not even... I don't know why I didn't think... You say that. that, but somebody did that on an active duty base, and they got caught, and they got court-martialed, <laughs> and now they're in jail. I would have told them I don't know how that happened. <laughs> somebody must have sabotaged my truck. It wasn't me. So that's that's what we ended up doing. We ended up going back to clearing rock so they could extend the airfield and build more runways and shit. So we're hauling rock and dumping rock for the rest of the fucking deployment. And we go out on a demo mission once a month just to get our fucking demo pay. Which is, Jesus fucking Christ. You smelly bastard. My baby Jesus up us all. Why? Why do you do this to me, man? I don't know why you do this to me. Who did that? You! <laughs> I can't believe this. I have to pee. <laughs> that's great. So, I think that's what really made me really bitter because we were doing that construction equipment again, day in, day out. Bullshit. <sighs> And that's what I hated about it. 2008. I, I, I don't really remember that one too much. Well, that brings me to our actual story. So. And I was trying to get up and go pee, and you guys gonna start the actual story. Do not put that in my ear. <laughs> it's funny because I'm trying to, like, visualize the whole scenario where I was whenever. Were you not in a beehive with it? Okay, so. We were in, it was in, uh, so I'm trying to set <laughs> it was Josh Cummins I know but I'm trying to set the surroundings so I think uh, I can paint that a good picture I'm trying to paint the picture about this flashbang incident <laughs> which is why I have you here today mm-hmm. to talk about the flashbang yeah. incident so just kind of walk me through where you were and what led up to this point of the flashbang being deployed because I don't know I don't know the full story I know part of the story a lot of people think they know the real story but honestly I really don't care what they believe I'll tell you what really happened and if you don't believe me then uh, fuck them yeah so fuck them stop whining exactly uh, so basically the bee huts are these little buildings that uh, they have multiple rooms inside of we were in one of them that was basically in the center of our behead area on Bagram wait wait so whose room was this this Charles was in Josh Cummings' room Josh Cummings you bastard oh we- bitch <laughs> yeah uh, bitch I don't really remember who was all in the room I know it was me Cummings Wyatt but Brewer might have been in there but did this so okay was the Josh Cummings incident with Drogmason that led to this I don't think it did. How did y'all get the flashbang, first of all? Uh, that wasn't me. That was... I think that was Wyatt. That's... Wyatt, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I was going to say it. You, yeah. you might as well. It's, Wyatt's not even in it anymore. It's 10 it years matter. ago. Yeah. It doesn't fucking uh, matter. We're not in. Pretty sure Wyatt stole it out of a Connex that he was helping clean out. So, I think... It was either Wyatt or Cummins. I'm really It was, it was our Connex, right? I don't know. 
that we were laying out, we're doing a layout. If you were gonna lay out like a Comex, big fucking box, got locks on it, and it everything has to be pulled out, inventoried, and put back. So I don't know if how he got away with. Did he get just one? It was just one. So just one flashbang got pulled out of this fucking box, and nobody knew about it but you and Cummings. Cummings, Cummings knew about it. And Cummings. And well, yeah, it was in his room. So. I don't... Uh, Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Uh, so... You idiot! You idiot! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so you got the flashbang. Wyatt has got the flashbang out of the... out of the comments. So... I don't know where that came from. That's what I want to know. That's where it came from. It came from out of one of, uh, it, it was either. I don't. I don't know if the context was ours or not. All I know is that I remember specifically saying how he got it. So he had it, but how did you get it, or who had the actual? It was in. His, it was in Cummings' room. So Cummings had it in his room. Yeah, it was in his room. We were all chilling in there. Uh, this was like in the middle of the day. And because I think I was in my, I was in my room. Just hang yeah, I don't remember you being there. No, I don't I wasn't there for this. I was sitting in my room when the shit went down. It was about to go down. Yeah. It does about to go down. What? Huh? Okay. You think that's funny, huh? You think that's funny? <laughs> so you're in the room with Cummins Brewer Wyatt and got the fucking flashbang. So what was going on? We were just checking it out, and I don't remember who was holding it at the time. But some, if you have never seen a flashbang, it's not like a regular frag grenade. It has two safety pins, right? Two safety pins. Well, it's, it's got a safety clip and a safety. No, no, it has two safety pins. I'm tripping. Two safety pins and a clip. Uh, they pulled one of the pins. Who pulled one of the pins? I don't know. Probably wanted dumbass. Why, you dirty motherfucker? Uh, and so, I don't know how it was said exactly, but I know that somebody, somebody handed it to me, and I had it in my hand, and Wyatt grabbed my hand, and somebody told him, I bet you won't pull the other one or something like that. It had to be cutting. I don't know who said it. I was like, don't you fucking do it. <laughs> and he pulled the second one, and I was like, you motherfucker, put it back in. <laughs> and he was trying to put it back in. Or I don't even know if he got to that point, but it started smoking, and you idiot. <laughs> oh it started smoking. So I was like, "F this!" I jumped up, kicked the door open, like uh, I don't know, somebody that kicks doors open, and uh, <laughs> ran out. There was a big building to my left that was full of sleeping generals that had just got in that night before. I didn't know this until afterwards. So these guys were on night. Sh- it's a night shift, guys. No, then no. I don't know what these guys were. They just had generals in the building, like generals. I'm not exactly yeah, in, in the com- right next to us in our no, compound. Yeah, I remember it was the same compound that we're right, right. building. We even went in there for like uh, classes before. Oh, they yeah, had projectors and stuff. So we went there when we first well, got there. They had some generals standing there. I found out later, uh, and there was a bunker right next to that. So this thing's smoking. I'm thinking I'm about to get blown up by a oh, shit. oh shit! Oh shit! And I'm just like. I guess going in the bunker, threw it, and this is probably one of the loudest things I've ever heard. Besides, like an explosion. If if you've never heard a grenade go off or a flat, like I can't explain. Just imagine a flashbang going off inside of a big concrete bunker. Like it's twice as loud. And I knew it was coming and it scared the shit out of me. And there was only one person outside, and I have no problem saying that douchebag's name, Sergeant White. Sergeant White, and sure enough, within like 30 seconds. I don't even know if I made it back to my room before I started hearing formation, and we're like, I was in my oh, room. Shit, I was on, I was on the internet in my room, which was like two beehuds down. Do you mean you're watching porn? Probably. Uh, that's definitely. That's a good possibility. We probably had porn on while we were messing with the flashbang. Okay. <laughs> You're yeah. a poor grandma. It's probably like, oh my god, these are details I don't need that now. Bullshit. So, I think I was, yeah, I was in my room, and I heard it. I heard something go, what? I was like, there's a big fucking explosion. And I go, what the fuck? Holloway runs out. I run out. And we run outside the... I pray to god that Eric is listening to this one day. Eric Holloway, I hope you listen to this. 
you had the best nipple hair. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my he had god. a he had a long ass nipple hair. It was like it was definitely like four inches long. <laughs> it was crazy. I run out and I see this lieutenant colonel, Air Force lieutenant colonel, and I'm yeah, like, I'm oh shit! <laughs> I don't see nobody else. It's a bunch of high ranking guys. They're going door to door beating on these oh, fucking huts. I'm like, oh shit! And then who? Who? Somebody yelled formation. It must have been like Landry or something. Sergeant. Uh, was it Withers? Yeah. Withers. So this guy from Kentucky, this first Sergeant Withers, we were attached to Kentucky unit. Withers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yep. You think I'm funny? You think I'm funny? All I know is that I get to the formation and we're all getting smoked and. I don't remember that. I know, I, I know. I, I'm the, I, mean, I was involved in it, so I know. Yeah. We were all getting smoked, and the first Sergeant Withers is, I'm talking, cussing his ass off. I'm not even going to fucking ask. Y'all better step up right now and tell me who the fuck did this. I'm not even going to tell y'all what happened, because one of you motherfuckers know. You like discipline. <laughs> we were just, ain't nobody saying shit, and I look up, and I just see that motherfucking douchebag Sergeant White walking with the first... Uh, walking with Sergeant White or somebody, and we're like, Sergeant White, you motherfucker. He's gonna rat. Sure enough, within 30 seconds, they come outside, and they're like, all right, everybody get up and go. Wyatt, Goosh, stay back. And we're like, son of a bitch. We're fucked. (laughs) Wyatt looks at me, and he's like, what do we do? And I'm like, just tell him what really happened. Because, I mean, that's what really happened. Other people say we were just doing it to fuck with people. Okay, yeah, if you want to say that, do what you want. (laughs) Say what you want, right? (laughs) Uh, you do you, boo boo. Do you, boo boo. So we got smoked, and then they pulled y'all aside. They released us. Uh, that is the only time in my entire career why I have seen Sergeant Schweitzer mad, and people that think they have seen Sergeant Schweitzer mad. I've seen him. Mad. That Captain, was the time I've seen him mad. Captain, now if you ever if you ain't never seen him mad, or you think you have, trust me, you ain't seen him mad. Yeah, that was his whole bald head was red, and he looked at Wyatt because he thought he was the one main one with it, but apparently I was. Uh, well, he looked at Wyatt and said, I don't give a fuck how much weights you lift. I don't care how strong you are. If you ever endanger any of my soldiers again, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh. No. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. No, he didn't say he, that. He did say that. We're, we're going to scratch it yes. off the record. <laughs> off the record, that never happened. I was just really excited. <laughs> That's not what I was really saying. No, they never said that. Any of that. I love you, Sergeant Schweitzer. Captain. Captain Schweitzer. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so after that. Uh, so the process after that became a shit show. I just I remember I don't know like what was the actual repercussions from that, but I do remember like we continued mission and then y'all had to stay back. Uh, we went to the MP station that they had. Well, I say station built out of connexes from the MPs, and they started to interrogate us. Kind of like what you would see on TV, which I thought was a joke, because they were like, your buddy in the other room, he's already ratted you out, man, so you better just spill the beans. And I'm just like, uh, well, I know you're lying, because there is no story unless he made up a story and lied. He never said anything. Well, because there was no point. All he had to do was tell what really happened, and I'm sure he said the same thing I did. And I told him exactly what happened. They are like, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> Why the fuck would you lie? They were like, your buddy in the other room, he's been already told on you, so you might as well just give it up. And I'm just like... Well, I don't know what like you mean by that. I told you everything that happened, so I don't know what you're going to do. They're like, okay, well, if you're saying this early, you have to write a sworn statement. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm really saying. I don't know what else that's, I'm saying. That's exactly so, what I'm... I, I'm trying to think. Was this before you got promoted or got your E5? Mm-mm. This is after? Yeah, I was an E5 already because they were talking about demoting me. Ah, see? Wah, 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 he had wah. just got his promotion overseas, the E5, to But it didn't happen because of... I don't know. Because it was overseas. Anything that happens overseas, like it never, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, it's because we were attached to the 201st, and they said whenever we get back. So like, if you like cheat on your wife, it doesn't matter. No, that's different. Yeah, that's definitely different. (laughs) So you could get like literally, you could get a sexual harassment claim or something like that, and come home and it disappear. What is what is happening? I don't know what's happening. But go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it never. So the the incident never came back to the states. So I don't. What but, was the punishment? But, what was the actual punishment? What did not? How do you not remember that? I remember y'all were like re sandbagging bunkers 
They had 13 bunkers. Huge. I'll, I'll never forget the number because when you break down an entire bunker and rebuild it and put new sandbags in the busted one's place, that's kind of something that sticks in your brain. Uh, I'm sure. But was that the only punishment? That was the only punishment, right? I think was that the extra duty after our missions? Or were like, I can't remember if y'all did no, missions. we never did missions. That that's was, right. That was, all we, we had to re- that was our... That was the thing. We had to break down and rebuild and replace any bad sandbags in all of the bunkers in our AO. So, area of operation, whatever. Uh, that was our whole compound. The whole fucking compound. Yeah, our our compound of B-Huts. Right. And these weren't like little bitty bunkers. These were like... They thought it was going to take us a couple of weeks. Well, little did they know. <laughs> they should have known because we threw a flashbang in a bunker because we were <laughs> fucking with it. Um, two of the craziest motherfuckers... We're gonna do some crazy shit, even with the punishment. And we re- broke down and rebuilt Dude, all of them in like three days. We did it in three days, I think. <clears throat> and they were like, "Well, that was your punishment. So you might have finished it early. We don't have anything else." Shout out to Wyatt. You look small, dog. Go back to the gym. <laughs> okay. So sandbags, rebuilding sandbags on all these fucking bunkers. So just imagine the size of a bunker. It was like. You could fit an entire... Oh, okay. I can't imagine the size of a bunker because I don't have a bunker. Big concrete. Uh, big concrete. You got you to crouch down just to get into it. They're probably right. about five foot tall by five foot inside. Five foot by five foot. And they're about what? Well, the sandbags... Now, this is just a concrete block, though. They stack sandbags either one or two deep all the way up and across the Imagine, top. Imagine a lowercase n, and that's what the concrete was shaped like. Yeah, just a, a horseshoe on top. It was like a foot thick <laughs> on a square horseshoe. Okay, you went... In, and he went a square horseshoe. Well, so. like just, yeah, just imagine like an in, like a lowercase in. Like little. Yes, yes, it's like a square with the bottom missing, or count right. the bottom of the square. The lowercase in, like I fucking said. <laughs> so stick concrete and sandbags on top and around it, and he had to re literally right. redo every sand. Some of them were probably like twenty feet in length. Some, Some of them were like 50. thirty feet, forty yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty bad. They're pretty long, so you could fit an entire was hundreds of sandbags. So you could fit an entire platoon, which is usually around... So Kyle, you had to duck to get into this. Oliver, you were fine. You could just walk in. Fuck you. Bastard. (laughs) Probably. probably. (laughs) I did. I had to duck to get in there, so... Screw you. I don't believe you. See my pen? Yeah, I want to write on the paper for future podcast. What do you want to write? Uh, Write doo-doo. Suck this. Doo-doo? Never mind. Uh, uh, No, doo-doo balls. Doo-doo balls. Yes, doo-doo balls. What the hell do you mean, doo-doo balls? Doo-doo balls is now already in this podcast. So. What, what do you mean, doo-doo balls? No, no, I just want to, um, I got yeah, idea. Write on that paper. No, write on this one. This is all the shit that I've said to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was only three days of rebuilding bunkers, which is 13 of them. That's, a, that's fucking impressive, by the way. So, shout out to Wyatt and... Kyle's punk ass for uh, weak ass, weak ass wine. Yeah, like weak ass wine with small arms. <laughs> I hope he listens to this, but I know he won't because he sucked at life. So just send it to him. I should, I should send it to him until he listens. Yeah. Uh, and that was the flashbang incident. Flashbangs. Pew pew. Pew pew. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I honestly thought this flashbang incident was gonna be like this, like super. You gotta think, just imagine, like. Yeah, but well, you gotta understand though. It, you're it's not supposed not, to have it. significant to you because you don't understand. Yeah, exactly. The but the people in the military, when they hear this, they're gonna be like, "These motherfuckers are stupid." And they're lucky to even get demoted, <laughs> and they're lucky to even go to jail. There could have been. There could have been serious repercussions. Well, when he said the word flashbang, I thought like it was like this super, like in depth, like. Jesus, Lord, have mercy, and on all of their souls. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people wanted they made it out alive. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, if I'd have threw it in the bee hut with us, we would have probably all been knocked the fuck out. Yeah, for a good. It could have went wrong really quickly. Oh, we, it could have been death for about a couple of minutes. <laughs> like, just imagine like Call of Duty. You ever I'm apparently flash- deaf in my right ear, so. You ever flashbang yourself in Call of Duty, and you're like, ah, I'm no. Okay. Yeah. Why would I do that? I don't know. I'm just, I've done it many times. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you hear the flashbang goes off, it just kind of sounds like, don't do that. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I don't know if it was your toot or Could you Arnold Schwarzenegger. Could you shit That would be great. That was, that was Zeus. Yeah, we'll go with it was Zeus. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, so uh, let's take a couple questions that we have. I have several. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Go with it. Alrighty. We got Hunter Anderson from North Carolina. Hello, Hunter. What is your craziest slash funniest moments during basic? Oh my god, I'm not gonna answer that. Wait, wait, wait. No, you better. Are real questions that. from people? Yeah, yes. they're real questions from That's people. badass. No, I'm asking these. I don't really I have, know. I have some here too from the Facebook page. If you follow the Facebook hey, page and questions? leave questions. <laughs> So yes. they can listen to this live? Yes. yes. Well, they don't listen to live. They listen to it back. We upload, upload it in a few minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. After. So the craziest, funniest moment during basic. You guys were in basic together, weren't you? No, no. we were not. No? No, we were in AIT for a little bit. He went to uh, Fort Knox, right? Yeah. I went to Fort Jackson, but he was three <laughs> months ahead of me. Oh. I went in June 2004. No, I wasn't that far ahead. Wait. You were three weeks ahead of me. That's yeah, right. I wasn't that far ahead. You three weeks I ahead of me. I went May 28th. So Fort Knox was in Kentucky, is that right? Yeah. I was in Fort Jackson, South Carolina. But then we showed, we got the AIT. We got the AIT, which was in Fort Winterwood, Missouri, together. But he was three weeks ahead of me. Go ahead. So basic training. Funniest moment in basic. Craziest slash funniest. That's easy for me. I'll I'll never forget it. So your craziest slash your funniest. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Go for it. How about when I got the entire... Company, not my platoon. <laughs> the my entire, entire company. company. So smoked yeah, for about two hours. Entire company because. element is four platoons, about <laughs> thirty to forty people. Oh my god! So imagine like a hundred and two hundred people. people. Two hundred people getting dropped or doing push-ups, sit-ups, whatever amount of exercises. How did they not kill you? Well, uh, so sure, why did I'm you sure get uh, Well, because I stole some peanut butter and crackers from. That's right. But, you know, everybody, everybody sees that everybody basic training. That. Everybody did that. And everybody hears the same story. So, But what makes mine unique, it was kind of like off a fucking full metal jacket where they made me do the stupid shit of standing in front of all of them and eating it. And I'm halfway into eating this shit, and they're like, uh, all right, that's enough. You're not eating anymore, but put it in your pockets. And I put it in my pocket, and I, enjoy, I joined them getting smoked. And after we got smoked, I still had all the peanut butter and crackers in my pocket, and all of that was in my pocket smashed. And I had peanut butter and crackers all in my hand. I think <laughs> I can just pocket. imagine you standing there with peanut butter going, huh? I don't think there was like, no. oh, no. I take that back. One more. Way better. Graduation day. I can't Jesus. wait. I can't, Graduation wait I can't wait for this. This is the best one, by far. This destroys that one. So I don't know what, what kind of drugs they allowed people to take before they got to basic training. <clears throat> the kids I was there with were messed up in the head. So the thing that they did to celebrate graduation basic training the day before, uh, a group of guys, definitely not me because I'm not a fucking retard, uh, <laughs> took Icy Hot, which I don't oh, know if you've ever used it, but you oh, should take God. it, and just rub it wherever you want to on your body. You know, you ball something like that, it feels good. Um, so Don't do that. Please. Once you guys decided to take Icy Hot and rub it on their balls, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> um, let's just say that's like the most painful thing you could ever do to your body other than like putting a bullet through it. If you do this, you're an idiot. So that's not what makes it unique. There was there's a, Everybody always has one or two guys in their basic training that just is weird as shit, and he doesn't shower, and More he smells. Wait, he doesn't shower? Oh, oh we have a female. There's people that showered. just don't shower with other people. Why would you? Well, oh. we have open showers. Yeah. So some okay. guys just can't deal with taking a shower Oh, back oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. You should be past that at that point. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if you're joining the military, you should automatically know. But anyway, this guy, and when I tell you, he was more than that. He was just weird. He never talked to anybody. Never showered. Never did nothing. Everybody's new and weird. Just walks out in front of everybody. Has never said a word or a sentence to anybody throughout all basic training. This is this is graduation, right? This is the day before, the night before graduation. This oh. is everybody celebrating, rubbing nicely out on their balls. Oh. So you're in the barracks, seeing men. It's just y'all in the yeah. barracks. Yeah. And this dude steps out while everybody's screaming and whining because their balls are on fire. <laughs> and this dude is like, and that's not shit. And we're like, what? Okay, well then you do it. And this dude, and everybody was applying like a teaspoon and stuff. This dude takes a box, he out, squirts half of it in his hand, and whips his shit out in front of everybody. Oh, God. Just stand there. Taking balls out and he rubs it all in there, like massaging this stuff in there. And he just stands there for like thirty minutes with a straight face, like, <laughs> like nothing. Like his, like his shit must be numb. 
Wow. Way before that, his stuff was numb. I'm sure afterwards, he probably, like, he must be sterile. I mean, like, as weird as you're describing him, I assume <clears throat> you just, you know... Everybody just stood there and watched. You are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. So what happens next? Uh, nothing. There was a few people that would ran into the bathroom to stick their stuff underwater, which is an even worse idea because oxygen, water... It, it, uh, icy hot. It enhances the icy hot. No, so what happened to do it there? So, like, so, so he was completely fine. He was fine with it. Oh, That's what made it weird. He was just—he uh, took it like a champ. He was like, "This is nothing." Just like he said, house, "Please." Like that what made it weird. We were all like, "This dude might be." What did it say? Could I speak to the drug dealer of the house? This dude was an alien. He had to have been an alien. He was just like, "Oh fuck it." No, I don't understand. I don't understand it. He had like a good couple of ounces of this stuff. I don't understand it. And it wasn't just... Aliens? Aliens? <laughs> 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 On his balls and his dick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, I think the worst thing... I'm trying to think... So It's not really fun, like funny, more sad that we had a, a little kid that pissed his bed and he had to be moved to like another bed. That's mean. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But shit happened. Yeah, I know. Well, piss happens too, apparently. There was not, there's not really a lot of whole lot of fun. There's sh- been times where I'm like, shit, how strong? And I've I've peed thinking I was peeing in a toilet. Like, anytime someone, I've never done a drill sergeant, like, a drill sergeant's attacked Four somebody. Four times, not even gonna lie. Anytime, like, someone got attacked by, like, multiple drill sergeants, that was funny. I mean... They did stupid shit all the time. So. Yeah, we do have more questions. Your your story doesn't. I've seen them beat the shit out of somebody. That's weird. That happens. So there's fights in the shit. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No, no, no. I'm talking about the drill sergeants. Okay, that's not supposed to happen anymore unless they endanger somebody, which this dude did. Okay. Oh. Next question. All right. What is the best advice you can give to a high schooler? High schooler. That is thinking about joining the service. So you guys both joined when you were in high school. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what is the best advice you can give to somebody? Wanting to join that is in high school. That's that's a hard question to answer because if everyone's situation is different, so it's a hard uh, question to answer because you you, okay, you so gotta, you gotta specify on what branch of the military you're thinking about joining and why, and if you wanted to be active duty or guard because a lot of people think they need to go active duty to wear their uniform every day, so that's what they want to do. They want to go active duty, but a lot of people do not understand that they have active guard or reserve positions to where you can wear your uniform every day just like active duty mm-hmm. but yet you don't live on a post and you, you don't, don't do your you don't go to the post you don't have to go to a post every day you just yeah. go to your armory just like national guard does it's, I main, did not it's know called that. HR position it's active guard <clears throat> reserve you can you work for the military every day you put on uniform but in the day you go home to your family and you don't have to report to the fucking armory I did not know that base. that's actually yeah. Yeah. kind of so these like, guys are full. These guys are full time. But like thinking of it as like being seventeen years old again, and you decided to join the guard, and then you got to you know basic. Like, would you give anyone advice that? Keep your mouth shut. Um, don't look. Try to be somebody. Don't be a badass. Don't be a fucking hero. Just, don't don't be a moron. Yeah, and just think that you're in shape, and you're gonna be fine. Don't expect that. Just even if you're like in the best shape in your high school, or you're the fittest person. This is the military. This isn't like a, a competition, a powerlifting competition. This isn't like a cross country race. Because you they will stress break you. And get they will break you. It doesn't matter what you do. They're, they're, I will break you. <laughs> Just go there. What you need in basic training. Go there with an open is mind. Mental strength. Yes. That's what you need. It doesn't matter how weak you are. It doesn't matter how small, how strong, how big. How fat. If you go there with the mental strength of knowing that the purpose of them, purpose of basic training is to put as much stress on you as possible and to get you ready for war and to get, to make you understand the elements of the military, the respect, the loyalty, the rank system, the everything about it. Yeah. So don't let them break you. Yeah. That's all it is. Don't let them get inside. A lot of these young kids now these days, you can't. It's not like it was back in the day. And you're, no, you're it's not. It's definitely just, not. I hated hearing that when I was younger. But I'm telling you now, it's different. They don't instill discipline the way they used to. You lack discipline. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to play that on the sound. I will play it. Where is it? I'm telling you now, go there with an open mind. Lack discipline. And, and just be prepared to get cussed out. Yeah. yeah don't don't freak out about that. The kids, you're getting in trouble because of... Dr- 
a drill sergeant gets in their face and starts yelling at them. And they want their safe space or whatever you want to call it. I'm not just being the typical. There's no whatever. safe spaces in the military, okay? Snowflake. Get over it. Vet flake. That is a new thing. What is Vet flake. Nothing. Just drink it. Oh, it's, it's orange peel. I was about to say, there's definitely something in the beer. Oh, oh my god. god. So I'm there's not, a new I'm thing called a vet flake. Oh my god. <laughs> Instead of a snowflake, you right. are a vet flake. Is this, so, a, is this from a person? No, no, I was just stating. You're like, don't do that whole, you know, you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And I was like, a vet flake? Because that's a thing. All right, so moving on. I've to, never heard do of you have any more questions? Yes, I do have okay. more questions. I've got a couple what, from what the hell is a vet flake? All right, so. I guess a veteran that's like now snowflake status, like so. Oh, it's somebody that's against the military now because they're because uh, they, 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 they've been deployed or been to war, and I'm like, oh my god. So that girl that did that did that video, and it was I don't know what she was actually doing. Did you see that with the dinosaur puppet? Oh, that was okay. So that so what is a vet flag now? So the dinosaur puppet. a veteran that's offended now by. How the military treating is them. treating people. It's the people that agree with the direction that the military is heading. Mm-hmm. That weren't. They were like, oh, we the wanted liberal, that. The liberal yeah, agenda. Okay. So there was like that girl with like the dinosaur and all the you vets know that's happening? freaking out. That's happening because we went to war. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because we started taking anybody and everybody. Oh, yeah. The status quo. Yeah. We were trying to up our numbers, and now we're trying to shift away from Now we're trying to downsize our numbers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Anyways, so this one you have already been asked. This is more towards Kyle. Um, Jennifer asks, how did your military experience affect your life today? Uh, that's a... So like you're, I mean, obviously you're still in. It's it's the guard and everything. So how does it affect your like everyday life, like being deployed and everything? How does it affect your life today? Like, what do you think is different after you've been deployed? That's that's hard to say because the military's been there ever since I became an adult. So the military is my life. Uh, even though I've just been National Guard, it's pretty much what's molded me to the adult I've been. Other than the way my parents raised me. So my parents raised me up until I was eighteen, which. Obviously, they still help me out, and if anybody denies that their parents don't help them out, then it's either because they're not there, or maybe you just had a bad relationship with them. Uh, but the military, to me, is what, like I said, it's molded me to be a better person. It is what motivates me to be the best person I have, even from the deployments, the easy deployment, like my first one, or the second deployment, which was like nightmare what you would see yeah. in movies that'd be another podcast with much more sadder stories we're not going to do that by the way uh oh you don't you're not telling no. any war stories no no war stories okay well that's probably for the best anyways yes. <laughs> yeah, i want to focus on the funniest if, if you did post a war story i would obviously inform people beforehand but it's not going to happen just so that that's is hoping that I'm gonna share. Yeah, some more. I mean, stuff. we could tell like uh, like war stories that didn't involve tragedies. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely avoid the ones that involve. We're not gonna do that. Uh, but as far as that, yes, the military has affected my life in a very positive way. Uh, so it's definitely been obviously that's why I'm still in. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's why I'm still in. All right. So another question comes from Brandy. It says, "What was what Hello, was the Brandy. greatest?" Hi, Brandy. Hi, Brandy. What was the greatest achievement in your career? So we'll go, Oliver, you answer, you can answer that first. <laughs> That's an easy one. Uh, you know, a lot of people would say Purple Heart, but honestly, I'm very biased because... You don't even tell people you have a Purple Heart. I try to be very humble about it, for one, because it's... That's not that's not, that's not an award you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like, exactly you know, my point. You don't even tell people you have one. Yeah, yeah, they got something you want to be like, uh, I got a purple heart because I got shot. Exactly. They got the best of me that day, so I was like, no, I don't. That's why I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> oh wow, really? You fucking nasty motherfucker. Um, you know, for what has been your greatest achievement? I think my greatest achievement is making staff sergeant was my greatest achievement because. <laughs> A lot of people don't make it to that point. There's a lot of guys that do 20 years, 30 years in the military and never make it past E4 or E5, which is specialist and sergeant. 
So are I, you telling me there are people that have made it 20 years in the military oh, that have never made it past E5? Absolutely. Hey, how you doing, Crabtree? <laughs> See, this is different for everyone. No, 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 no. No, some people have no choice. Some people yeah, just love what they do, stuff. and they don't want to take that responsibility and rank. And some people don't have a choice because. So, of, can you uh, deny a rank? Yes, 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 absolutely. 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 You can. Oh, I did not know that. Good to so know. So look, I mean, look. I tell you what. No, I take that back. Making corporal was a stepping stone in my career to make to staff sergeant. So I got a lateral promotion, which means I got promoted, but on paper it was never there. Yeah. I got a corporal. Corporal is the same rank as E4 specialist. It just means I have a little more responsibility. I'm a team leader. But that was like a huge milestone. It was a very milestone for me because my platoon sergeant came to me directly. He's like, hey, look, you're the senior E4 here. And you're sexy as hell. Debatable. I had a lot of confidence in me at the time. I'm sorry, Susco. That... Because he, he was going to get offered it, too. Oh, but so you got So it was between me and him, but uh, I had seniority. So at the time, I was... Are you trying to say seniority? Seniority, whatever. So it was seniority. it was for me. No. So I got promoted to corporal. I got made team leader. And then from there, it just kind of... So, like, you got it over Susco? Basically, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Susco. I'm sorry, buddy. I took your medevac, and I took your corporal. We still love Susco. I apologize. Oh. Wah, 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 wah. So, yeah. I'd say that was love. So, now we have Kyle telling us what his greatest achievement in his career was. Uh, this might sound really weird, but my greatest achievement was a failure. Uh... You know what? I think I know where you're going with this because I don't know too many people. I don't know any other people actually that have ever attempted this. Uh, I know a couple. Um, I don't. My my greatest achievement was actually trying out for SF Special Forces and uh, failing. Get on my level, bitches. But you, you like it's so crazy because you almost like it's hard to. Describe to people that you almost made it. It was yeah. Kyle was gonna. I be did a, almost make it. He was gonna uh, be a fucking Green Beret. I like, failed on the second to last event, and when I did, when I got my evaluation at the end of the tryouts, they told me that they didn't, they couldn't believe it was me, and that I had the personal attributes and leadership attributes that they look for in a team member, and that they had already planned on sending me to selection in that following April, which I, it was February when I tried out. So it made me even more sad when I failed, but it also showed me. How tough life can really get. Yeah. Because it's the only thing that I ever underestimated in my entire life. Uh, I mean, that that makes sense. So, yeah, it was pretty But, I mean, tough. you still gave it your all. Like, I mean, you can You gotta, like, he did better than, like, I would say 90% of people who ever even attempt this shit. Because not even people, people are scared to do this. I've, I have never been physically able to say that I wanted to go to the Special Forces or try out. Yeah, well, I can tell you negative. Now, if, I, if I ever tried out again, I would still be scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine the shit that you had to go through. Oh my god! Jesus hell! Uh, it was the dog. So any, is there any more yeah. questions? Because I have a couple here. Yeah, no, I have... Those are so, my four. Uh, I have four, right? right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. so. yeah, so those are my four. So what do you have? So I had one from Ron. Ron Golson. Ron Golson. Ron Golson out of Carrollton, Texas. So Ron wants to know. Ron doesn't get to ask any questions because he's from Texas. Oh, God. Ron <laughs> wants to know. Ron wants to know. Sell the bait right now. Pineapple and pizza. Yes, really? That was it. Yes. yes. Pineapple and on pizza. I'm okay with it. Look. I'll allow it. This is, it this gives is a, it a great this flavor. This is all out of discussion. I'll so, allow it. I'm telling you now. If I'm ordering a pizza with a group of people, pineapple's not going to be on it. Now, if you want to order your own pizza and put pineapple on it, by all means. This is oh, like, yeah, definitely. This is America. So you do what the fuck you want. All right. So the next question comes from Matt Smith, Doc Smith, Hollett. <laughs> oh, the homie coming in next week from Denver, Colorado. To smoke or not to smoke? Mm, hey, man. That is the question. I love you, Doc. Actually, uh, that's probably not the question. So, 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 Doc, so Doc wants to know, what are veterans' favorite energy drinks and how does your analysis work in the military? Uh, Monster Energy questions. drinks would be Yolks. I don't understand what he's meaning by the urinalysis. He knows. He knows that. No, why does he? 
Is he is he really seriously asking like how does that Absolutely. process go? I think he was just doing it. As, or does he want us to just say that guys? No, you can. I mean, still, even if they all right, are. First of all, energy drink wise, monsters were yeah, my, monster's 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 my favorite. Monsters, 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 I feel like are everybody's favorite. It's my advice. You know, if you listen to these old vets, they're gonna say rip. It's just Tiger. because they wanted to say they want to say it because that's all that's all they had in Iraq and Afghanistan. Well, I hear Iraq real, but it's something at home. There's something called Tiger in Iraq. Really? Yes. I never heard that. There, I've heard stories. <clears throat> like, this shit was like cocaine overseas. Now, Rippets were good. Don't get me wrong. Eh. Rippets were okay. Okay. But for, yes. them, for you to say that Rippets better than Monster, you smoking crack. Mm-hmm. Now, for overseas in Afghanistan and Iraq, yes. Rippet, good. No. Better. Monster was the best. But Sorry. Monster was the best. So, your Sorry. analysis... Yeah, I'm, I'm confused at this question, Matt. <laughs> okay, I want to no, know what's so, wrong with you. So coming from a civilian standpoint, I can understand the question. So, so your analysis, the way that no. your analysis works, is there is a specified person, usually a staff sergeant. So do they test for like everything? No, 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 no. Four no. major drugs. They test for THC, yeah. methamphetamines, cocaine. Semen. No. <laughs> And uh, something else. A banana cognac batch. No, I don't know. Oh, that. God. It, no, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Let me tell you. It doesn't matter. This is how it so, works. So a staff sergeant is in charge, mm-hmm. and he takes everyone uh, into a room. They call people out in formation. We all get naked and show your weenus. No. Actually, you just kind of do. So. You keep cooking. <laughs> so they, they take these guys into a room. They call them off by name. And you all like, you have to take a... A PP watcher with them to the bathroom, to the urinal. They watch you urinate? Oh, absolutely. They have to watch because a lot of guys... I mean, yeah, you just try to piss the side of your leg. Well, a lot of guys... um, Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter because if you did, they probably wouldn't notice because nobody really stands right there and watches your penis. Oh, I... Look, I didn't let me finish. That's not true. No, Oliver's had his dick watched. That's why I said you didn't... There is a few. There's a few that will actually do it the right way. But I would say... McKay's a PP watcher. Uh... McKay would watch PPs even if they weren't peeing. D Phil is a PP watcher. Oh, I can see D Phil. D Phil is a PP watcher. He's a D Phil. He will hold it for one. <laughs> it it looks for the cup. D Phil? Oh, absolutely. D-Fil. Oh my god, D Phil! He's such a trooper. He will hold your penis for you while you pee at the cup. Look. He's like, that's You don't have to dick. wash your hands when you're done. Exactly. He doesn't wash right. his hands. He's nasty. Sanitizer. 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 They watch you pee in a cup and you get tested. Doc, you know this. Why? Why? Yeah, but see, what's even better, um, you, you have an even greater chance of passing a PP test, even if you've done drugs, because there's, there's a box that they put these little samples, samples of PP in, and it's like 12 in each box. So what they do is they only pick one out of that box. That's it. Just one. I did not know this. And they test it. Mm. Oh. Should I be saying this? Uh, probably not. Palaces, that's how that works. They yeah, you know the smarter questions. <laughs> that was the last one. I don't, but that's, yeah, that's all the questions. That's all I had to I have. Um, all right. So, Matt Smith, I appreciate that question. Thank you, Dr. Lee. It still wasn't really a question because, no, like, people don't know that that are outside of the military. Yeah. Yeah, so. but I would imagine that 95% of our audience is going to be military because it's Yeah, but what about those two civilians? But there's a lot of people oh, that are not veterans I want to understand. Yeah. Well, the ones that are not veterans need to ask questions, and the veterans stop asking yeah, dumb so questions. Yeah, so maybe you should go on the Facebook page. Yeah, and Katie and Brandy and Jennifer. And everyone. Not I just am. Everyone. Kevin. Shut up. Cherie. Daniel. Okay, leave comments. Ask questions. Follow my page. Daniel. And Send us nudes. Well, no, no, no. Please, no, don't. No, no, please <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So. We'll, we'll pump these breaks. So, all right. So that's. Oh. That's it for today. Okay. Uh, Kyle, thank you, of course, for coming. Brittany, lovely. Which it hasn't been said, but my last name is Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So, let's go ahead and look Squirrel right Master. Uh, His name is Squirrel. Here we go again. The Squirrel Master. Great White Buffalo. Great White uh, Thank you, guys. Brittany, I love you. And thank you, Kyle. Oh, I love you, too. Um, if you, so, if you're, not, that's very rude. if you're not already... We're on iTunes, Stories from the Front. And we're on SoundCloud, of course, Stories from the Front. Follow yeah. our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... Leave me comments, follow the page, share with your friends, and check us out. 
We'll be back next week, hopefully. Later. I don't, I don't know who's going to be on the show next week. But. Uh, it'll be me. Okay. Uh, Fine. Well, of course, you'll be there. It might be me again. If you want to be on the show, please send me a message or shoot me an email, storiesfromthefrontofficial at gmail.com. Yes, please. Otherwise, I'm not going to have anything to talk about. Well, I have a lot to talk about, but I'm going to have a night. night and I thought it would be like really o- one of those awkward podcasts where all you do is talk about yourself. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I can do uncalled for. So... Uh, well, we know you could. So... <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. for listening to Stories from the Front. Follow us on all major social media platforms for updates on guests and episodes. I am an American soldier baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul trying to do good.